0: This is a News Laundry
1: podcast
0: and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Angres apna lagan or News Laundry, apna hafta kabhi nahi chhorte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta. I have been missing from this podcast for the last two weeks. So it is wonderful to be back. That's the good news. But the bad news is a mysterious virus has afflicted our city. And no, I'm not talking about the lack of Spine. In news professionals, I'm talking about our wonderful colleagues Manisha and uh, Jeshri, who are not well, and in fact, a lot of people in office.
2: I'm also not well.
1: Sir, also, there's this. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm taking. I'm on antibiotics.
1: Mysterious flu going around. <laughs> so I hope you stay clear of it. But Manisha still has valiantly decided to join us from home. Yes. In the studio with me is Raman Kripal, who is on antibiotics as well. Hello. Uh, And joining me from their respective homes online are, like I said, Manisha Pandey. Welcome, Manisha. Our wonderful colleague, the correspondent who covers everything Maratha, Prateek. Hi, Prateek. Hi. And also joining us online uh, is our guest, uh, Ravi Kant Kisana. Welcome, Ravi Kant. Hi.
3: Hi. Thank you for having me.
1: So uh, I'll just introduce you to some of our uh, viewers and listeners who may not have heard you before. Uh, Ravi Kant is a professor. Uh, he's a cultural studies professor. He conducts research that explores the cross- crossroads of caste, privileged structures, and popular culture. Uh, he goes under the moniker Buffalo Intellectual. I'm sure many of you have seen Buffalo Intellectual on Twitter, uh, but his real name is Ravi Kanth. Uh, and he uses Twitter and Instagram to critically examine Savarna culture. And his podcast is titled Mind Your Buffalo, uh, which you can get on the link below. Uh, it's streaming on all platforms. So welcome, Kant. So let's, before we get into, you know, the three issues you want to discuss, I just want to ask Ravikant. Uh, mind your buffalo, what are the last few episodes you've done? Can you recommend some of the most spectacular ones that would uh, be most...
3: Right, so I think the one that I did, uh, which is the latest one, actually, uh, is on the... Uh, bogus idea of India and like it kind of deals with the Ram Mandir thing and uh, one of the things that I was saying in that was that like this is going to be like like I made a dark joke and I had no idea that like now it's scary to make dark jokes because they become news uh, very quickly so I was making a joke about how uh, even like you know because Ram Mandir is very much a Savarna fantasy it's a upper caste project. And I was saying that, you know, like a lot of people, like they should just enjoy it now because it will never be this good. Because after this, this becomes like a MCU project. Every six months there's a new release and, you know, say, it's the same mm. plot. Like, you know, Marvel is every six months and it'll be diminishing returns. This is the first one and enjoy this. That's what I was saying. I had no idea that within like, you know, a week, Jan would like, you know, get activated and like, you know, even so, you thought that, that they'd
1: let it run at least 2 months houseful before they Yeah, opened, exactly, exactly before, before like, they put know, out for the promo house. for the next release. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I was I was seeing very interestingly the response of Gen Z and it's been truly fascinating and uh, educational in a way because uh, they they've completely embraced this moment. This is a generation which has grown up without any sort of a cultural memory of the upheavals of the 90s of 2002 um that whole era where like you know it was it was still very publicly contested for them this moment just becomes like hey i my religion is also cool why are you like sort of going against it so very uh, hopeful episode very uh, inspiring episode uh, like people listen to it they have tears so like
1: that's the story. well i, I <laughs> ho- hopeful ka padani seems very uh, p- pessimistic but <laughs> but, uh, but regarding one thing i you know i sometimes I, I think about this as well i'd say it's not so much the generation that is to blame for this uh, because i mean even when i was young i did not know the intricacies of mandal you just regurgitated what you heard. I mean, when Mandal happened, it was in 1990, right? Or 91. I was in probably class 11 or 12, I'm guessing. Um, I wasn't even in college. And if someone asked you, are you pro-reservation? You was like, no. Mandal is bad, Mandal is bad. We didn't read papers. There was no social media. When Babri came down, I was in first year college. I got to know like two weeks later yeah, that something like this has happened. When we were having dinner at home and a friend of mine had come from Faizabad and a big argument broke out. So,
3: I just want to, like, kind of, I completely agree with you what you're saying about the discourse and how story gets built. One key difference, like, even when I was growing up, um, politics was not cool amongst young people. Mm. There was not a lot of cultural capital in investing in that. But that's been one big change for young people in the last 10, 12 years, where a part of their identity curation now becomes part of some kind of a political identity or cause that they want to
1: kind of attach to their personality. Okay, Prateek, now you tell me your state has had a lot of action, but it doesn't get the kind of time on uh, prime time that one would assume something of that size, that nature would get. One is, of course, because it's not close to Delhi. One is because it may create problems with a BJP government. But can you explain the situation, how powerful is this whole movement and specifically um, manoj patil you know how big uh, like is he like a a young anna hazare or is he more substantial than that sabse
4: pehle main na like 27 jan ko unhone protest ko so band kar diya call off kar diya to situation is hai ki matlab ye jo this that agree hue hain ki kon certificate jiske paas bhi rahega wo मतलब अगर उनकी किसी रिश्तेदार के पास रहता है दादा के पास रहता है the के पास है तो या के पास है, पुराना तो उसको वो इंक्लूड कर लेंगे वो रिजर्वेशन में आ जाएगा ओबीसी 27% का जो उनको मतलब जिसको कर रहे हैं 27% ओबीसी reservation. मतलब कुनबी और मराठा मतलब ऐसा पहले जमाने बोला जाता है कि जो लोग कम्युनिटी uh, में से खेती कर रहे थे वो रहे और जो, जो लड़ने गए, okay.
1: ठीके?
4: तो मैक्सिमम अगर आप देखोगे तो कुンबी सर्टिफिकेट जिन लोगों के पास है वो विधर्व में ठीक है उसके बाद मतलब आप समझ लो कि 80% वहां पे जो अगर आ, मरा मराठा लिखते हैं वो उस कम्युनिटी के लोग तो उनके पास कुンबी सर्टिफिकेट्स हैं बहुत से लोगों ने जब तक मंडल नहीं आया था बहुत से जो लोग थे मतलब ठीक है बेनिफिट्स मिल रहे हैं तो उन्होंने उनका वापस सर्टिफिकेट वो कर दिया अब बात यह हुई है यहाँ पे गवर्नमेंट ने बोल दिया कि हमने आपकी सारी मांगें मांग ली हैं पहली बात तो सबसे पहले मांग उनकी थी कि पूरा उनको फुल रिजर्वेशन मिले मराठाओं का लक्स जो कि पॉसिबल नहीं
1: स Haan, hua, alag se bhai ki okay.
4: There's
2: a very interesting take by Lokmuth editor hmm. who wrote in the Indian Express Nikhil. and this is one of my uh, recommendations also. Hmm. Uh, he says that Shinde has played a fast one on uh, on this, this is his take, and he says that uh, BJP was taken aback. It was Sh- Shinde, I mean, who was the CM, and uh, he thought that he needs to, uh, you know, galvanize his P- Marathas, uh, especially when the 2024 elections are coming in. Hmm. So he quietly took this, and this is just not uh, possible. Uh, this this uh, reservation is not going to be possible and he says th- that this is a deep rooted politics he said even ev- even this poly- uh, patil uh you know when there was a Lati charge he picked fardnavis uh he was blaming fardnavis he, wa- he kept saying fardnavis uh you know uh, yes, by uh, it.
1: Uh-huh,
2: that he's the one who instigated this Lati charge he's the one who ordered and he kept silent on Shinde
1: Right. Now, before we get into this next bit of the discussion, which I want to, you know, talk about the whole Hindu project and trying to subvert the reservation by the back door, etc, etc. That is happening as we speak. I'd like to remind everybody that we take no ads. And uh, the last week I was blown away by the amount of ads on all the newspapers and uh, on on the day of Ram Janbami consecration, I, I wasn't on Hafta that week, but I think Manisha did a story on how ad rates went through mm-hmm. the roof that day. So we must have noticed there were none here. That's because you depend on you. And if you can't depend on you, then independent media can't exist. Mm-hmm. There is no democracy in the world anytime which has existed without an independent media. So you got to make sure you support independent media and pay to keep news free. Ravi, two things that are happening simultaneously There is an accusation, and if you could just set the context for that, that this government is trying to eliminate reservation while making the sounds that we are pro-reservation. But why do you think that is? Because if they're politically smart, that's not a smart thing to do.
3: As you would know, like, our political parties are not homogenous. There is no homogeneity in that there are many different competing factions within all of them. And political parties are often just like, umbrellas of these many subregional collections that are happening across and what the the aggregation is often not ideology it is caste because caste is the root to access of power so whether, whether it is like you know in a in a in a political system where there's so much uh scarcity of every kind of political good from uh, jobs to amenities and everything doing somebody from your caste or community at a position of power is my access to that political code. What we have seen is basically the shrinking of these large safety net, uh, state, you know, like you, small town, India, like if you, if you go outside tier one, tier two to India, your options are UPSC state board, railway exam, banking, And if nothing else works, you start running in the field and hope that you get clear one of the CRP, AFI, whatever things. All of those across the board everywhere is shrinking. So now the first panic is, okay. Like if we have access to reservation, we have access to public jobs somehow through that. So there has been a low intensity increase across the board. We saw this with the Partitar agitation in Gujarat. We saw this with the Jhats. We saw, we are seeing this with the Marathas.
0: No, so I uh, completely agree with Ravi Khan in the sense that I don't think BJP would want to end reservation anytime soon or is even thinking of that. Uh, even anecdotally, when you meet people, the anti-reservation person, typically that's staunch that, you know, reservation is bad, you, you know, it's anti-merit. It's a very small section of usually Brahmin people. This is not something that you will hear most people say, even the upper caste. It's only a small number of Brahmins will just say this and those are anyway, A, very minuscule, electorally. BJP doesn't have to pander to that sentiment. And uh, they are anyway not going to go anywhere. They're going to be with the BJP.
1: Yeah, like Vivek Agnihotra. But,
0: <laughs> but I think what you do hear a lot is an angst around reservation in the sense that what you were talking about, jarts. Because while in academic discourse, we look at reservation as correcting a historical wrong, the popular discourse about reservation is very much access to a better life, access to a government job. And then if you really look at the larger picture of government jobs, last year, Lok Sabha, the government put in a reply at Lok Sabha saying that there are 7.2 lakh permanent central government jobs over the last eight years. And they've received, the government has received 22 crore applications. Yeah,
1: I saw that. Insane. So I think yeah. even
0: looking at reservation, yeah, fine, even if you get reservation, just what are we fighting for? We're mm. fighting for something so small. But then you can't blame these communities also. I mean, I kind of get the angst of all these communities wanting a pie of it because there seems to be nothing else working out. Yeah, there are I, no jobs.
1: I mean, I get where it's coming from. But also I think what can't be ignored is that this... Angst comes from the more privileged caste. It's not like, you know, people from the Jatav community are their percentage of people who are employed is higher than the percentage of Jats who are employed. The point is that I think the unemployment is higher in the most backward of backward. But they don't have the swagger and the entitlement we don't job. For the full uncut podcast, subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. The best way to listen to the Hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the News Laundry app. You can download the app by clicking on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage, where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations' ads, so that news serves the public. Because when the public pays, the public is served. Subscribe to News Roundry. click on the link in the show notes below, and proudly say, I pay to keep news free.